0: Welcome back to Down for the Count, ladies and gents. I am one-fourth of your co-host. Danae is out. She has to work, but hopefully she'll be back at the second episode of the record this week. But I have the originals, the OGs. I have Nicole and Alexis. Say hi. Hi. Hello. So it's been an eventful week, as you can see, with um, wrestling having a banger of a weekend. WWE and AEW. Love them or hate them. They put on very good pay-per-views this week, so congrats to both companies on the pay-per-views that they put on, but we need to talk about the pay-per-views themselves. So, the first pay-per-view we saw was Clash of the Castle, then Worlds Collide, and then AEW, and that's the order we're going to go in.
1: So, let's start off with Clash of the Castle, okay? All right. So slash the castle uh we're gonna just go through the matches real quick if anybody wants to say anything about them just shout it out um had a match on the kickoff show is mad cat moss and the street profits versus austin theory and alpha academy um street profits and mad cat moss won. uh can i just say i'm starting to like moss now that he's ditched that stupid gimmick he had with with corbin i like moss i've always he's I'm starting, starting like to get moss really over. over he's
2: he's a little yeah. he's a sleeper yeah he's a, little, yeah he's a sleeper he's starting to get over
1: so i was just like all right i'm like i i think it's now because he looks like he's not wearing clothes from the little boy section that that works for me um so first match and they made a really big deal about this they said it was about it's been about 30 years since WWE. which what was insurrection has no Anyway, I don't it know. It was the last they've been there for like
2: shows, but like a pay-per-view. The last pay-per-view they were at, they were there for was um SummerSlam 92.
1: Oh, that's right. When the Bulldog uh went, won the title from Brett. Which anyway. they had Bret
2: Hart in the audience. Obviously, Bulldog's no longer with us. So they had announced that his family was there. Um his daughter had them braids, so they did not show her. Um, kudos <laughs> to the camera people for that.
1: Thank you, camera people.
2: Yeah, um, except so- for they caught that. They caught that Ben Washer. I'm pretty sure someone got fired over
1: that. Okay, well, ta- oh god, that oh, that took me out. All right, <laughs> so uh, first match of the night was beyond, it was a women's uh, women's three six women tag match. Bianca Belair. Asuka and Alexa Bliss versus Damage Control, which is Bailey, Sky, and Dakota Kai. This was actually a really good match. If you, if you have not watched this show yet, sorry for the spoilers, but it's been a few days. If you want to watch only certain matches of this show, this is one of them. And the one we're going to talk about next is the second one. This match was fucking great. Perfect. Like, phenomenal. Right. It was probably one it was probably one of the best matches of the night and uh just some of the spots were just amazing and like you could tell I'm just happy to see Bailey back in the ring I'm happy to see EO and Dakota on the main roster like I'm psyched because there's finally veterans and new blood now so I'm very excited (laughs) you can't tell the second match is my contender for match of the year for the Intercontinental Championship. You had Gunther versus Sheamus. My favorite match of the night. If is this shit does not win a match of the year award, I'm going to be pissed. It was fucking with good. With um, Imperium. <laughs> with Imperium
0: back to their OG form. I hope they stay that way because I don't like Gianni on his own no yeah way. no
2: they said it's yeah no they're staying that way
0: yes. yes yeah
2: yeah so they're um they're staying that way I need to wash this computer. that's
0: another time. Uh, yeah, they added to the division too that's yeah perfect. so
2: they yeah so they are staying that way um I hope that they can get some type of classical song I, I can't like that, whatever they
0: have, they, they
1: need guys. to fix it. Yeah. That's, that's generic, not
2: them. yeah, that's not it. That's not the vibes. Uh, which I'm assuming they will probably eventually, once they figure out the musical department. Um, especially with um, Triple H's new title. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming would be will be coming down the pipeline eventually but again um I'm always a touter about how great I think Walter is or Gun- um, Gunther, Gunther, about how amazing of a wrestler he is I've been favorable for a few years now um it was nice to see Seamus get his flowers that was really really special
3: yeah I couldn't
2: imagine how he felt, I couldn't imagine how I would feel um, so that was just nice to see him get his flowers like that um but yeah, it was like it's just one of those matches like you like you have to watch someone I think it was Seahawk, I think it is an article. he wrote a great um article over a bunch of the matches on the weekend, and he was saying. <coughs> If you're trying to get someone to watch professional wrestling or you um, and it's like this is one of those matches that you show that person.
1: Yes. I 100% agree with that. Thanks. It was
2: just like I said and I think and then Terry and I talked about it when we did the preview show and that, that it's probably going to be you know, really good match, probably one of the best matches of the weekend, match of the night
1: I did not think it was going to be as good as it was.
0: It was which definitely was saying something.
1: It was definitely a sleeper.
0: <laughs> I knew it was going to be great. The moment that they announced it, I knew it. I was like, yeah, that, that that's the match. I don't care. It was it was awesome.
1: It was awesome just and then then I thought it was really sweet um they did a a media thing afterwards and they're talking to Gunther and he just was he could not sing Seamus's praise like loud enough and he was just saying you know he he's a great guy you know he's a great worker you know he deserves. like he said he wants to go again with Seamus and I'm like I don't know because you almost damn near killed that man and he almost damn near killed you back because um Rico, was it Rico or Don? I can't remember, but one of them says, when's the last time you ever saw Seamus, last time you saw Seamus get his ass kicked like that? Uh, oh. It's been a long time, baby. I'm yeah, like, a very long no- time. I'm like, Cause nobody's been able to do it, that's why. Truth. Also, I take, also, I take back the uh, whole, like, oh, I'd let Gunther chop me and, no, no. Oh, now you don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Now.
2: <laughs> Jenny's a brave woman. Bad okay.
1: Because she's <laughs> tiny. She doing something. So I I mean, like, I know I talked a lot of shit, but I'm a I'm woman enough to admit it that I was wrong. And no, because I'm pretty sure my tits like went down like two sizes after watching that last that chop he did on Shannon.
2: <laughs> it was just, it was just like, like literally, it's phenomenal. Like that and I don't know where I said this at, but it's like that match is like what you show, like events was still there. Like that'd be the match to show them, but like this dude Gunther, like he, that's a world champion.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, and this I man's a
2: world champion.
1: Give it a year, and he'll either be in title contingency or he'll have that damn title.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too worried about his future as much as I was before. Um, um, and people were like, "Well, here," um, and then someone was like, "Well, the USA chance. Like, you think he would give a fuck?" No, no. As you think he would get, he would care about some bump like some, I don't know, some fucking bums chanting USA at him. You know, you
1: you should, eat that shit. You. he would eat that shit up. Yeah. It would just make the chops hurt more. All right. So next match, uh, Sheena Baszler versus Liv Morgan for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Liv did um, good. She, uh, she did very I, good. She um, did good. She did, but I kind of wish, you know me, I, I love my wife, so I was China just... did good at
0: putting Liv over, but Liv Morgan, gave Liv Morgan the opportunity to showcase what she was capable of against an opponent that we all expected her to bow down to. Mm-hmm. Now, for the most part, She had an answer for everything that Shayna Baszler threw at her. So this wasn't like when she went up against Ronda, where Ronda dominated majority of that match. This was very even kill, And I was pleasantly surprised at her performance, but I still wanted Shayna Baszler to get that belt. I just wanted Shayna to have that title.
2: I want Shayna to have it too.
0: But she did good. I
2: can't.
0: I can't and the thing is
2: They told us. They told the story of why she was able to do that, because with Rhonda, she, you know, she was just like, "I, I gotta outsmart her." Like, yeah, she's like, "I'm not gonna be able to out technical because this is an opponent I'm used to. Like, I don't know what to do with this, so I just have to figure out any way, any means necessary." And with Shayna, she was like. I know what to expect from someone like her. Let me go get this extra training. Okay. And like, right. as much shit as we give Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle before he was like, you know, I mean, what we're not going to get into his um, personal problems, but hmm. he was, he is a fantastic wrestler and he was a good MMA fighter. He was. So So she was like, all right, let me go get this extra training, blah, blah, blah. Like, and then that shows that she took it seriously. And then every time you would see Shayna, they'd be like, someone be like, oh, you feel live. How do you feel about face and live? And she'd be like, oh, I ain't worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. And by the time she was like, oh shit, I should worry about it. It's too late. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I was
0: trying to tell her, you can't underestimate her. You've got to to figure this out. She was like, oh, don't worry about it. I got it. Don't worry about it. She kept blowing it off. Now, she done lost fair and square. Mm -hmm. So the story going to keep going. That was what I liked about it. More so, it was the story. If you're not paying attention and you're just focusing on the fact that Liv won, you're going to miss the story because what they did was set up the pretense of where this could possibly go because now you got ronda ronda's due to have a rematch against Liv morgan she got suspended technically ronda should have been the one going to clash with the castle right
1: yeah she got suspended, she so she stop she's arguing out. with
0: pierce yeah it is so there's her her story arc got Her line got to drifted off to the left. So somebody else had to step in and take the story. But it lends to two stories. One, Liv Morgan beat Shayna Baszler, one of the most dangerous women in the WWE. But also, Ronda and Shayna's story just getting started. And you got to pay attention. And if I know Triple H the way I think, that is going to happen. Those two are gonna end up colliding at some point. Mm
2: hmm They're literally telling three stories. And I'd rather watch
0: that. Ethan already gave you the basis of each one. It's up to them to decide which one they pick. Personally, I wanna see Rhonda go up against Shayna. I wanna see it.
1: I just I'm happy that Shayna is finally being used the way she needs to be used. That's that's my thing. And you can definitely tell that has that's Triple H is doing. And I appreciate you, Hunter. Me and Dakota Kai both appreciate you. Okay. <laughs> Dakota's
2: been killing it. I know we like passed their match. But she has been impressing me so much lately. Ever since it's like fighting? Yeah, it's like she's like in a whole different gear.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's good, because for a while, because, like, people were always like, well, you know, why would you used to shit on Dakota Kai and stuff? I'm like, because you out here, and I mean, we'll get back to this, like, this was the same thing with, with me and Tiff, true or false. People would be out here like, oh, team kick, oh, team kick, and me and Tiff are just like, yeah. no, we, we in the faces, but, like, this is... No, this is way too like baby face bubblegum bullshit like for us. This is like kitty. But she's she's proved my ass wrong. So I mean, hey.
0: I can respect it when you when you're able to prove me wrong. I have no issues with that. I'm woman enough to say that I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I I'm just I was never a fan of her style of wrestling. I just didn't like it. Faith or heel. It just wasn't my thing. But she's also been one who was expanding on her arsenal as well. When Mm -hmm. they do that, what else can I say other than, all right, let's see what you got now. Because I can't keep, if we're going to keep going at this rate, then we'll never have anybody. Nobody will ever be able to perform and actually people be able to enjoy it. Because all we're going to do is constantly look at what they could be doing and not what they are doing. When they improve and they do something great, I give them their props for that, despite how I personally feel. They did she did great. Monday, she was um the one who started off the promo. Smart deal, in my opinion. I love Bailey, but her hero character gets on my everlasting nerves. I don't I don't like her. Okay? So having Dakota. Be the girl to, on the lead out works for me. I can take listening to Dakota. I might cuss her out, but I can still I, I can
1: just, take listening yeah. to her. I just want Io and Asuka to yell at each other in Japanese. Like, we have no idea what the hell they're saying. They're just screaming at each other, and we're just like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> just show Shinsuke, and he's like, you don't want to know what they're saying. <laughs> um. So then the next one god this was okay i'm gonna be biased this was my least favorite match of the night what match was that ray mysterio and edge versus judgment day
0: oh really the match itself is not what you need to talk about so let's just skip that because we've seen them wrestle we've seen that so many times so many times that wasn't they're all, they're that wasn't good. the point dominic finally turned on his father but then <sighs> He, he turned on edge, he, he low-floated him, and then he clotheslined his dad. And then yesterday, we find out the reason why is because Ripple's the clown put some hoodoo voodoo cooch on him. And he's just like, yeah, I'm a part of Judgment Day now. So he has officially joined the Judgment Day because Ripple's... <laughs>
1: What is these damn Australians power over the Mysterio children? I just want to fucking know. know. Ripple's put a hold on him. She done put a root on his
0: ass so mm-hmm. he he following behind whatever the hell she say and whatever she want Dominic does and his daddy ain't got no control over him and is just ready to whoop his ass. That was the whole point of that but they could have been that they, they could have had Dom turn and that match could have been real short they ain't even had, had a
1: fucking match that could have happened months ago. They could have
0: just had it as a as a as a part of the promo. They came out there, got ready to start the match. Dom just attacked. Him. Boom. That's it. They had to waste our time making us watch them wrestle them again. Because we had seen it already. I thought at Wrestle at um in New York when he had his twenty year anniversary, I thought that was it. I was like, okay. They lost. We're gonna we're gonna move on from there. Ain't no reason to have another fight with them, right? No, they've been yeah. fighting for months, and I'm okay with long term storytelling. But this is just getting ridiculous.
1: They need a. They I need was to hoping
2: he was gonna join Legato.
1: Yeah, I mean that I was know. my
2: that was my hope. I was like, obviously, I was like, you know, We're <laughs> get a heel turn, like. I figured, like, I would, this is what I would have done. I would have had Dom still by himself, a judge of a day, try to recruit him, but he'd be like, nah, like, fuck y'all still, or he's just like, whatever. And then you have, like, Santos, like, weeds in, and he was like, you know, he was like, you know, your dad, he should be retired right now. He don't respect you. He blocking your shine, blah, blah, like, all that shit that he be talking
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Like literally, like he was like he was like, You have the potential to be a great luchador like me. He's out here blocking you. Let me help you shine. Tell him Rory There it is. Right. (laughs) There it is. This fucking cat. Please get down. (laughs) Oh what's the problem?
1: If we're talking long storm long term storytelling, okay, what is the possible end game? To this, because either Ray, Mat- Ray, re- either we like Ray finally hangs up the boots and he loses to Finn Balor, right? Mm-hmm. Anything that right, like it just any. There's like a few multiple. There's like a few outcomes, right? What the fuck's yeah. gonna happen to Dom if Mysterio goes into retirement? Is his ass finally gonna go on NXT, or is he gonna just be stuck like on Raw? And I'm sorry, but how? And I know Ray wasn't much of a talker, but homeboy, you grew up around Lucha Libre, and you ain't got no charisma.
0: I think that I nah. I I feel like I think Nicole in the beginning she was one of the ones who was like, well, he's already on the main roster, so let's maybe he could just learn from the main roster. because at that time NXT was operating like a brand, it wasn't operating like developmental anymore. So she just felt like, well. It doesn't make sense for him to go back there. They already doing what they're doing on the main roster. So let him just stay there. But after things changed, he was one of the first people to be like, nah, I think he should go to NXT. It seems that they're more into developing the the superstars there than they are on the main roster. And she was right because when you look at how some people have gone back to NXT and then reinvigorated their careers and as much shit as we give mandy that is how what happened with her because she if she had to stay on the main roster she would be lost i'm gonna be honest um but her going back to nxt gave her a revival and she went back at the perfect time you gotta give mandy credit cause she went back at the perfect time majority of the stars were either on their way out or they were gone so she was a standalone in her own right. No matter how you look at it, she already had what was necessary. She just needed that little boost to get her to the top, which she got. So you send Dom down to NXT. First off, I'm, I'm never one to body shame anybody. But Dominic seems like he could benefit from having a bit of muscle put on, okay? If I was Dom, I'd bulk up. Not in terms of me having fucking Finn Balor type ass, but just period. I would just bulk up. Um, and I would work on my craft. I feel like Dominic definitely needs to take improvisational classes, acting courses, and he needs to be more comfortable in the ring in front of everybody because being out there with your father and being out there by yourself is a whole different ball of wax. And once Judgment Day implodes because we all know factions don't last, right? Mm -hmm. So give him a couple years. Once Judgment Day goes by by the wayside and everybody go their separate ways, you have to ask yourself what's going to happen with Dom because, given what we're seeing right now, he has no personality. Rhea is his mouthpiece, so. What are you gonna do? You're gonna keep them together. Ripples ain't gonna be able to talk for him forever. She's not gonna be able to be always be his his uh, you know his extension. He's, she's not gonna always be able to be that. She got her own right. shit. So what are you gonna do with him? Because we all know what he's capable of on the microphone.
1: So, I mean, not even not even a year. What if this like fucking like implodes in like three to six months? Then what's gonna happen? Me, personally, I don't see
0: why Judgment Day needs to continue. A lot of people enjoy Judgment Day. They think they should stay around. I don't have a problem with a faction, but to me, we could to do this without them. She doesn't yeah. need Damien, Damien and Finn in order to operate under the type of heel character that she is. Now, her keeping, da- her keeping Dom with her that's fine. He'll be the one who does all her dirty work for her. You know what I'm saying? He gets in the middle of matches, he might interfere, you know, similar to how it, how it is with, um, when Vega used to interfere on uh, Andrade's behalf, or when we used to see, um, oh, shit, when Maria Canellas used to do for Mike Canellas all the time, it, it has its, its time and its place. It could work, and I think Damien works fine as her. It seems like they've decided that Rhea's going to be the lead out for Judgment Day, to which Don's credit, shout out to Don because he was saying it earlier on, that works out better than having Finn as the lead out guy or even Damien Priest because it just wasn't it wasn't clicking without her being at the forefront, Okay. So I don't generally know how this is going to work out in their favor, but I do see him having a match with his father, beating his father, and then his father deciding this is his time to retire, and then he'll leave. He wanted to have a match where he basically gave his son the mask. Now, if this is what they're going to do later on down the line, then I guess so be it, whatever works for them. It's not really something I want to see, but uh, a lot of people wanted to see it. But for me, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm just You're tired better. of the, the back and forth between all four of them, like the whole group, and then Edge is involved. And I feel like at some point, Edge Edge had to pull himself from this as well, because it just it's just getting redundant at this point.
1: I mean, I I don't know. I I I, I forget that Damien Priest was is in Judgment Day, and I was really hot for him when he first came out. So, uh, uh. <laughs> so uh, other match we got here after Judgment Day, we have Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. This match I liked.
0: But there were some botches in this match. Um, I don't know if that was a miscommunication between the two guys. But um, they had a moment where he, they were on the top rope. That move went wrong. When they were in front of the announcer's table, it looked like one of them was going to do some type of stunt over there. That went wrong. It was a lot of falling and tripping. I was just like, mm, what is going on
1: here? But none, but none of the botches, because I went back and I watched it, and, and there were some, but none of those botches were on Seth, though. No, they, were they all came they were from on Riddle. Him. Yeah, yeah, they all came from him. Which
0: I'm not saying he's a terrible wrestler because Nicole said it earlier. He is, the, he is a good wrestler. He really is. And there are going to be days where some some wrestlers just have off days, or things go wrong in the matches. They, it happens. There's nothing really we can do about it. Um, However, it didn't really pick up until towards the middle. In the middle of the match is when we started getting a lot of the emotion. That's when they were able to finally find their footing and really pull things together. It was a good match between the two of them. Ultimately, Seth ended up winning the match. But it was a good match. It was a good match, so good for Seth. Now, it seems that this isn't over, and more than likely, they're going to run this back at Extreme Rules, and with Triple charge, maybe Extreme Rules will be what it's supposed to be, which is Extreme. God, I hope so.
2: I hate Extreme Rules so fucking much.
1: I know. <laughs> we don't
2: I fucking hate it.
1: <laughs> but can we just talk about, before we move on to this match, can we just talk about Seth Gear? He
0: had John inspired here. It came from Elton Shit. John. And I I immediately recognized it from the movie. Right when he um walked out, I was like, that is Elton John. He is a fucking menace. And I love it. I loved it so much. He did that. everything,
1: all the way down to the shoes. But those orange Adidas were fire. I mean, uh, okay, so shout out to okay, like so. Here's the funny thing: shout out to Adidas, please sponsor us. We all want those orange shoes. Uh-oh. What shoes? The orange Adidas's that Seth was wearing with his gear. I
2: didn't even noticed that. A yeah. lot of people have some uncomfortable ass-looking shoes this weekend. Um, Ricochet, well, we'll talk about when we get to worlds, worlds collide. Had some. I think he had ones on.
0: He was wearing ones. That's what he I was.
2: Like, now. I, saw, I know your
1: feet is tore the fuck up. <laughs> but the way that and I was telling Tiff this in her life she did. The way that the strap for Rollins' kick pad was, it looked like he was wearing platforms. I'm thinking this motherfucker went so seventies out in John, he's wearing platforms to fucking wrestle in. And then I realized it was a strap. I'm like, oh it's just shoes, okay.
2: I'm Not they got Gallus room. cone out like they fucking Goldberg.
1: Nigga, they they, oh, they always
0: got them with security.
3: I, I, I don't I,
2: remember that. Like this is something new. Every right.
0: time they come out there, they come out there with security every damn time. I just be so trying that, to figure. I'm like, why? <laughs> what?
2: They got what? all this security. They be having all this security in the building, but nobody outside.
1: And that's why everyone gets <laughs> in the Someone going to get killed lot. in that
2: parking lot.
1: Stop one episode
2: they do gonna I mean, kill somebody off in the parking lot one of these
1: <laughs> no, they need to show somebody like pull like coming into nxt and they stop because they realize where they're at and they just run like <laughs> I
2: saw also i had like the best tweet and they said if i they said if i worked at nxt i would literally hire a driver and that driver would literally have to take me right up to the door and they would have to pick me up right at the door Period. I'm not walking
1: because there's nobody outside. <laughs> All right, so we got one more match for Clash at the Castle. It was four. the Universal Championship. We had I was so fucking mad at them for this match. We had uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. We really thought Drew was gonna win it. We he had. Because it felt like this whole thing was set up for him to win. We should have fucking known better when they started running those video packages Drew. We we should have known better. If they start doing that shit from now on, I'll be like, oh, this bitch is losing. Yep. Yep. We should have known better. Oh, I was so upset. Well, Drew, Drew lost because this is gonna sound bad because uh the usos little brother decided to show up which i think was just so weird to have him come over to cardiff of all fucking places i but, mean um, that that fucking hurt i
0: ain't gonna lie
2: i thought it made sense in the fact that it's like like they like they kayfaved why jimmy and jay wasn't gonna be there and then they're yeah. like um Paul, no one like Paul Heyman has been at home since uh, SummerSlam Summer Slam, yeah yeah so it's like so it's like you know oh what is he gonna do and it like you know to me it made sense and it was like a good way to introduce him because that crowd was good like it's a hot crowd,
1: mm-hmm. crowd and it was a crowd show. of
2: people who knew who he was
1: right too well, I think the funniest thing was this match had, like, everybody on the edge of their fucking seat because, like, Austin Theory's music hit when oh Drew my and God. Roman... This was probably the best moment of this match because Drew and Roman are just beating the shit out of each other and you would never think, like, it would be a match where you're getting involved, like, screaming and yelling at the TV. But, hey, proved my ass wrong. But, okay. um... So, Austin Theory... Well, there's Austin Theory comes out and you can hear like the collective groan in that arena. <laughs> They're like, why the fuck is he here? And he comes, you know, his little goofy, non-puberty, hitting ass comes running down the <laughs> ramp and he tries to give the ring, like tells the guy, oh, we're cashing in, cashing in. And um, what's that guy's name? The boxer guy. Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury was sitting right there. And all you see is this fist coming out of nowhere, theory hitting the ground, and, t- and uh, Tyson is just standing over him like, I know, bitch. No, no. You ain't doing that shit here. Okay, then. <laughs> I- Ow. Fucking
0: ass off over that shit. I
1: thought that was Love so it. goddamn funny. I was but- like, thank God for Tyson here. Jesus. So, but unfortunately, Roman is still double champ. And now he is going to go back to his... Well, it's not his. It's what WWE has. But WWE really doesn't have him do anything unless it's something major. So we probably won't see anything till Survivor Series. Which sucks because we have no champion versus champion on Survivor Series. So that means it's probably going to be a gimmick match. I I need them to figure
0: out what they're going to do. I need it. I I love Roman. Don't get me wrong. I've always known that he had it in him. I was just like, he just needs the right place and the right time, and he got it. But two years? That's a long fucking
1: time. And I'm just like... They said on that day he has had that title for 743 days. I don't care who they drop it to. I don't... I, I, like, I don't even give a fuck. They need to figure something out. Because if it's not going to be Drew, and it's not going to be... Because I... I think Fury is going to be a failed cash-in. I really do. But they need to figure out somebody. They need to fucking figure out somebody. This is goddamn ridiculous. I
0: oh. don't think he's going to be a failed cash-in. I don't think he's going to have it at all. Um, I... I feel like since they gave, they pretty much handed Theory that money in the bank. Then it'd be just as fine for him to put it on the line against somebody else. And I think KO should be the guy. Oh, yeah. At least get one of them belts back over on Raw. Give it to Kevin and then let Kevin take one of the titles. Then who
1: would you have on SmackDown?
0: Roman can keep it until he gets ready to drop it to somebody else. He could go up against Sheamus and drop it to Sheamus. He hasn't competed against Sheamus.
1: Well Now Braun Strowman's back, so... Who cares? <laughs> Nobody That's asked fun. for that. No,
0: no one. No one asked for that. And then the motherfucker fell. Okay, right. so Monday right. he returned, right? And yeah. I have to say, like, that that tag team match was fun. Okay? It was fun. I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, they out here going out, you know? And I was like, okay, let's see who's gonna win this. They and his music kids. And I'm just like, Jesus! Like, wh- why here? Why in this match?
1: Because they hate us.
2: He
0: That's comes bad. out and trips. <laughs> <laughs> Which was so fitting. I was like, that's what your ass
1: gets. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I just laughed. It, to it, do so that. it wasn't even something they could hide. It was fucking noticeable as shit. I just realized
0: Pretty Deadly are two time NXT champions. I fucking champion.
2: love them.
1: Two times. Well save your NXT things because we're gonna go to NXT next because we're doing this all all in order. Alright. So, let me pull this up. No, come on. Give me why the fuck are you not? World's collide. Okay, why the fuck did you not? I hate you so fucking much, computer. Alright, hang on. My, I'm having technical difficulties here on my end.
2: I remember the first match, I believe. So the first, so we'll start with NXT um, Worlds Collide. It was full with um, a bunch of unification match. The mm-hmm. first uh, match of the night was not a unification match. It was a title match and it was Carmelo versus um, Ricochet for the North American Championship.
1: I, I adore this match. It was so much fun. I loved it. And it was good back and forth, too, because, like, everything Mello had, Ricochet had an answer for, and everything he Ricochet did. had, Mello had an answer for. So It was, was so just... much fun. Oh. Oh, my, my God. God. And now it looks like they want to run it again, so I'm just they like... They are. They so are. Is, so is Ricochet going to be in NXT for a hot second, then? Yeah, he's going to be there for a little
0: bit. It seemed like they're going to continue on with this, and I don't have a problem with that. If they make Carmelo dropped that title to Ricochet. I'd I do what Nicole said, which is let him go after the big championship. And I'd put it on him. I let him win and then
1: move Braun up. Yeah. Maybe maybe Steiner needs to go up to the main roster. But this match was fucking like everything. And it was so good. Oh, so good. I loved it. It's fucking loved it i'm gonna go watch that shit tonight honestly what <laughs> was next the women's tag team match uh, no no next no it was, was the movie. men's
2: it was a men's tag team
1: match oh this was the one men's that, this is that of the was good too uh yeah. we had briggs and jensen versus the creed brothers versus pretty deadly versus gallus i want to tell you something fucking the creed brothers that the last creed brother that was standing that motherfucker impressed the hell out of me He's so good, right? Right. Like they're both good. Cause like Oh, well, I, it's like
2: I, I said this before.
1: You did. Shango never let it go. I don't get it I'm I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. I sometimes don't have the time or the energy or the patience to watch NXT because I have a six year old, a puppy, a cat, and a husband and a house to take care of on top of going to school. So I already I sometimes don't have the energy. To watch it so I would listen to what Nicole's saying but like I actually sat down and watched this and holy shit they are fucking good they're very good they're very
0: good they're very good and Gallus they're they're incredibly dangerous as a group I personal feelings Mm. aside for some people they hit hard and I was looking at that shit like, wait a minute, wait, <laughs> wait, y'all ain't to be just hitting people like did they hit R? Okay, well that's so, what a lot of that's what a lot of European wrestlers do. They do. I'm I'm just saying, I, Nicole is a European wrestling girl. That's not normally something that I watch. So when I see it, it's a little jarring for me. I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. But it it just, it's like, damn. Like, they go all in every fucking match. There's no phoning that shit in. They're they're a thousand percent every day. But all of them, all of the taxes, even Bricks and Jensen, like, usually, I don't really pay them no mind, but they did very well in this match. They were the first to be eliminated.
1: But they did very well. Which was real shocking to me. I was just like, damn, your champions are out already. But, like, I love the storytelling because this shit between them and Pretty Deadly, because Fallon and Lash got into it, I'm like, oh, they going to run this shit back. Like, they're gonna... I don't know what the fuck Lash had on. (laughs) Girl, girl, that's the only misstep I've seen her take. I don't know what the fuck she had on.
0: But that them (laughs) icing each other out, and you know what I'm saying? That worked. But Mm -hmm. when you got to the end of the match, because... Gallus got eliminated next. And then yep. it was just down to Pretty Deadly and the Creed Brothers, which literally was a callback to the match the Creed Brothers won to get the titles in the first place, okay? So, you watching this, and you they had that match. Creed Brothers would have unified those titles. They had it. And uh-huh. Damien Kemp decided to turn on Diamond Mine and... He cost them the tag team titles. Now today he came, he had an interview and said he was left out. So that's why he did it. And I was like, Bitch. Could
1: you get your feelings hurt?
0: Really? Nobody considers me. Hurt. Nobody sees me. And so I made them see me. I was like, Bitch, we still don't see <laughs> we still don't. You don't know, see us it. like I don't see you. Well, I mean, look at that. You walk with your balls you know because that's that's the only thing i see when you bring your ass out there is the tiny balls that you'll be having because you don't wear no cup and you
1: wear a singlet and it's very distracting for me but congratulations to pretty deadly um love the crop tops i love but i love
2: both of them so i was like
1: i i I didn't care
2: i didn't care i thought i love both of them I but I was like, it's either going to be pretty deadly or it's going to be Gallus. Oh, uh-huh. for that some reason they don't like deadly. ever giving Gallus no tag championships. They only got tag championships once,
0: and then pretty and deadly like, take them off of
2: them. Yeah, <laughs> so
1: like they I mean,
2: for some reason, and it was during the pandemic they had them too. Whoop.
1: But you know what? When Gallus
2: what? had them, I said. I don't know what's wrong with them and them not giving them um, tag
1: belts. All I'm just saying is that I want to see fucking if the Creed brothers ain't up on that main roster within a year, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be like, where the fuck are they? Put I wouldn't be pissed.
2: surprised if they're in the draft, the Mania draft.
1: Ooh. Put, put them up against Alpha Academy. I want to see that shit.
2: I wouldn't be surprised that they'd be in the media draft.
1: That'd be
0: fucking fire. Alba yeah. Academy versus Yeah, I would credits. I would rather mm-hmm. yeah,
2: they could stay here until uh media.
1: I'm okay yeah. with that. They, yeah. But after media, their asses need to be on raw. There's a lot the of platform. people that could be pulled up. Say it, it's the girl. There's a
2: there's a big which I appreciate because and I like what they're doing now and then I see like they're slowly introducing because they're introducing that girl that does the fucking splits on the yeah, time On level up. So yeah, so she's debuting in like a week.
0: Quincy's they're debuting debut. Quincy.
2: Yeah, I Quincy's Quincy. also debuting in a week so they're like, they're filtering pe- they're slowly and this is what NXT is supposed to be. Exactly. They're pulling people from the performance center, or you know, people from level up, and they're like, "Okay, they're ready for NXT like the main show. Let's like move them up, like it's a fucking lateral." Because mm-hmm. I can guarantee you, a, there's a good chunk of these people who will be who will be called up soon.
1: Oh yeah, and Creed Brothers better be one. Creed Brothers. I think Creed is going to be
2: I... one. Braun is going to be one. I think they'll probably keep Roxanne and Coral will probably stay there. Yeah. They'll bring yeah, Mandy we'll back up. They'll bring while. they'll bring all of Toxic Traction up. Um, they'll bring up who else? Um, probably Grayson Waller. I honestly don't think he has that much longer NXT to be honest. I think whenever he's done with this shit with Apollo, I think he's gonna go back up. I think he's gonna go up.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, who else is there? Who
2: else is down there? Ain't really doing shit and need to go.
1: Um, I don't want to see him
2: nowhere. So I mean I don't it don't matter.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Okay, so this is the match. I rage quit after this match. And y'all can make fun of me for it or not. I don't really give a fuck, but I legit raged quit. For the unification of the NXT women's and the NXT UK women's title, we had Blair Davenport, aka Bea Priestley, versus Miko, and no offense, Miko, but I'm not going to try to pronounce your last name, because I do not want to insult
3: mm-hmm.
1: there she said it. I just didn't want to say it and insult her. Versus Mandy Rhodes.
0: Mandy won. That's really all you need to say. Fucking,
1: you mag, fucking mag of barbie
0: they didn't even have her on the show today <laughs> at least i didn't see her she wasn't there no
2: she though. hasn't been on it well, which i five, thought was weird right butler toxic attraction like Everybody? i know we're not like huge fans of Mandy. i don't i don't mind her as much as like the other two do and my thing is with her like if she has a good match then I'm okay with it and like that's like the best she's like that's like the best match she's had I think all year I agree so it's like again I'm not happy that she's still um women's championship I don't think she's has long for this world as NXT women's championship I think they're just they're gearing for it to be a huge like holy shit like they beat her. Again, probably should happen a little bit sooner, so but so I'm just like whatever. I'm at this point I mean, so it's going to ha- I mean, it's going to happen. She's not I can't see them letting her break like fucking like Asuka's record or any shit like that.
1: Well, those little stand pages are treating it cuz they're they're treating her like she's going to do it yeah but
2: it's like yeah but it's it's like they're those are stamp pages so it's like I don't like I really don't care
0: she would have to wrestle in NXT for another year yeah so that's what I'm
2: saying like so that's what I'm saying like I don't care like and I don't mean that It's, it's just like it's whatever it's like again it's she's not gonna have it for much longer they're doing it so they can really elevate whoever does take it off of her so it's like a huge deal, and it looks good.
0: Well, so yes, I,
1: like call me petty because I ain't watching until she drops that damn title. I mean that's that was what I was gonna say. But go yeah. ahead and finish your
2: thought. I don't, I don't know. It's just me. Like I don't like. There's too much other stuff that I care about that I want to see. Like I don't care. Like I just don't pay attention to her when she comes up, and it's like. I'm more so excited for the person, like, who's going to take it off of her. So, at the end of the day, it's like, it don't really matter to me. Like, as long as the match wasn't good and as long as Miko didn't get pinned. Because I was like, eh, I was like, she might win. And then when she did win, I was like, eh, I'm not, like, awfully, awfully surprised. And I was like, you know what, as long as, like, I was like as long as Miko didn't get pinned, I was like, I don't give a shit.
1: Had me rooting for fucking Be a Priestly, but I was fuck. like
2: that's and I was like that's what mattered to me. So that's I was like it's whatever. And then I think it was a men's match. Is was after that.
1: No, yeah. the the next match. Uh, I'm just going by what it said they're saying online. Uh, Katana Chance and Kaden Carter versus Dewdrop and Nikki. I'm just not not gonna say it. Nikki for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship, um, and Katana and Kaden won. I mean, I they
0: retained I, by a toxic attraction because they they cost them the titles. Honestly, they cost them the titles. So I wanted them to lose their titles too. I'm not gonna lie. I I generally would have been okay with um, Nikki and Piper being champions at this point. Um, like I said. Sometimes going back to NXT can reignite or, you know, recharge the batteries a bit. And with Kaden and Katana, my biggest issue with them is their blandness. Okay, They're very unseasoned, as the girls say. And (laughs) I just don't enjoy watching them. Match-wise, it was okay. But I wasn't invested in it. I, I, I didn't watch it. I was when Toxic Attraction came out there. But other than that, I was just like, I'd rather them just beat them and then they just move on from there. But that didn't happen. So uh,
1: congrats, I guess. So, man, this was a short show, which I'm not mad because everything, like, between Worlds Collide and this, everything was flowing real good. So the main event was Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate unification of the nxt championship and the nxt uk championship i did not watch this match because again i rage quit but i heard this (laughs) match was amazing it was a little
0: slow in the beginning and it but then it started to pick up and it was good they had a lot of counts it wasn't as i think because it didn't have the same um feeling as Roman and Drew's match it didn't have the same atmosphere right mm-hmm. so for Tyler and Braun this was more about brand supremacy Tyler almost had it I wouldn't have been mad if either one of them if Tyler had won I wouldn't have been mad and I wasn't mad when Braun won I watched that match from start to finish and honestly it could have gone in either of their favor so congratulations
1: Braun Breaker Well, we were talking about it on um, Friday night and, or whenever you, you did your live and we were doing our picks for it. Sunday or Friday when we did the predictions. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we're, I mean, and statistically either one of them had a 50, 50 chance of winning. Which that is true. Cause they were so like close to each other. Mm -hmm. Like when it came to like being a champion and this and that and win loss like statistically they were pretty much almost equal and you don't That's really true. see that a whole lot and you're just like damn and especially they did well for, especially for kids like i don't want to call them kids but like especially for like adults in their early 20s like come on what the fuck did i do with my childhood jesus christ <laughs> but Ron are one I would not mind him and uh, Taylor going at it again, though, somewhere down the line in the future. I really would. Well,
0: yeah, they had a match with Gallus tonight, but I didn't watch it, so I didn't see if um, they won or not.
1: All right. Nicole, you got anything to say about this? before? Because I know you were like you and Tiff for the big U- NXT UK girls. You got anything um, to say before we move on?
2: No, I mean I'm not really surprised um Breaker won. I said he probably was gonna win. Um, also depending on like some variables, but then I was not again, I was not surprised. Um again, it was like the match from what I seen was good. I still haven't finished it. Um because right when I try to like had again, I was like doing a bunch of shit from work, but when I was trying to rewatch it, it was, um, it was time for All Out, and I was like, I'll just
3: rewatch it or finish it another time.
1: Well, so you know how I said Clash of the Castle and Worlds Collide had short cards, they had short, yes. like, Grab a snack and grab some water because we are about to go into AW All Out 2022. 15 fucking matches. I am literally spoiled by WrestleMania being two days now. I really fucking am.
2: Yeah, because there was a certain point where I was like, I literally can't watch this anymore. Like, I have
1: to like check out a little bit. You tapped out like halfway through, girl.
2: No, it was, um, no, I lasted because it was still going on when I got, when I got home from work. What match was it? Because I didn't see there, I didn't see like the last two or three matches.
1: Well, let's get this bullshit started. So these are in no particular order, and we're just gonna go through them. Let's just get this shit storm out of the way. Tay Mello and Sammy Guevara versus Ortiz and Ruby Soho for the AAA World Tag World Mixed Tag Team Championship. First off, I didn't even know these belts ex- existed. Me either. Yeah,
2: I was very surprised.
0: You by didn't it. know that?
1: No, no, I didn't.
2: I've watched. Oh, what's her name? Oh my god, I can't. Rec- I watched a triple I've watched a triple this was like the last mixed tag triple a match I've watched this was before Taya got signed oh shit it was like right before she got signed and um it was it was like god it was like three people it was like it was like so many fucking teams in this match it made no sense um it was. This is when Sammy wasn't like that terrible. It was like Sammy and Scarlet were a team. It was like an elimination match. And Sammy and Scarlet were a team. They got eliminated so fucking early and like they just like didn't care and went on commentary. It was like on fucking commentary for the rest of the whole thing. It was hilarious. See, that's funny. It was just like they're like, yeah, they're were like, we're, we didn't do so good. So we're just going to hang out. <laughs> and they were just like,
3: <laughs>
2: and they were just like, it was just funny. So it was like them, it was Taya. I don't remember who else. I cannot remember her name, but she's like this heavier set woman. She's like been, I'm so mad. I'm like forgetting her name, but she's been wrestling for years. And it was, like, her and her partner, who did she lose to? Because they lost to someone. They either lost to Taya, I think they lost to Taya, or I think it lo- they either lost to Taya and someone, it was somebody American they lost to, I mean, or, I love- ca- or white, I don't, they might not have been fully, they might, they might have been Canadian, they were not Mexican, and she the um heavier set woman like broke her arm oh and you and you saw like the bone pop out
1: oh okay. you saw like her, oh. her shit was like all that, fucked up That, 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 that
2: okay that was the last one i watched
1: no that's that's definitely one to go oh. out on god damn i haven't watched triple
2: a in a minute i need to <laughs> keep track of their pay-per-views again because i like their pay-per-views i won't watch like anything else but i'll watch there so there was a
1: we got a little bit of an issue with this match though, because and you've probably seen the, the clips on Twitter. I'm pretty sure it's on the Down for the Count podcast Twitter page. Go check that out there. You just got to dig through it because there's a lot of shit that happened afterwards. But um, can we just say how fucking reckless they are? They're fucking reckless. There is a clip of Sammy holding Ruby Soho behind his back, right? And Tay comes and kicks her. Sammy drops her. Now, it's not even like, you know, like a Samoan back slam or whatever it's called. He Mm -hmm. just, he fucking drops her, like Harley dropping one of her Barbie dolls. And Ruby lands On her neck, at a ninety degree angle. And then Ty does that stupid move of hers, and you hear it connect. And she broke. She broke Ruby's nose, and she's climbing over Ruby. And the ref is there because she's now Tay is trying to tell the ref that something's wrong with Ruby, and. Ruby is, it picks up on the rough mic. You can hear her say, my nose is broken and she's crying.
0: I don't think I would have an issue because wrestling is dangerous, right? And shit happens. Sometimes you're in a match and circumstances happen and you end up injuring someone on active. But these things happen in the same match. They're simultaneous. They're not like few and far between. Usually one person will have an injury issue in the match and they're able to fight through it. But Sammy being careless and he's been known to do these things. This isn't like he hasn't done this before. He has. He's a bit overzealous when he wrestles. He's too busy trying to show off and not really focusing on the match itself, right? And then Tay Conti is limited beyond reason. I don't know what the attraction is for this girl, um, but her wrestling is subpar at best. And she also is someone who likes to play up to the crowd. And when you're like that and you're not paying attention, you miss cues, you fuck up. And that's exactly what happened. I personally am upset because it's Ruby's never going to be able to get out of the fucking blocks. And it's like she can't catch a break. She can't. She can't catch a break. And um, yeah, she checked on her. So I give her props for that. But I don't know what it is with them too, but they're so busy, you know, being in love, so they say, and doing all this ignorant shit. It's just annoying um, at this point. And I'd rather, I'd rather watch two people with the titles who actually deserve them than two people who just enjoy being
1: famous for doing bare minimum work that's all I have to say on that no I can I can forgive her for the nose thing I can because accidents happen right but the yes. way that he fucking dropped her I get it his character is a cocky ass heel he could have fucking broke her neck the way he dropped her it was so careless and he was just like, he didn't even look like he had a grip on her and he didn't even look to see where she was falling. When you get into that ring with your opponent, your number one concern with, your, with them is safety because people don't want to get hurt. You don't want to hurt people. If you deliberately want to hurt people, you're a piece of shit, flat out, period. But if I get in that ring with you, now I'm going to keep you safe. And I'm hoping you're feeling the same way about me. I don't care if you fucking hate my guts, but I'm gonna make sure that you don't get hurt. He just that—that that is what made me mad. Seeing him drop her, and he didn't even check on her. I get it; he's a cocky heel. But we have seen cocky heels do that shit. But they always look over to make sure they see what their where their opponents at, and to make sure nothing fucked up. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. I would have rather seen Eddie Kingston just murder Sammy Guevara on this pay-per-view at this point because that shit pissed me off so goddamn bad. Nicole, you got anything to say before we move on?
2: Not really. I think you guys very much summed it
1: up. So, second match... Okay, I'm a man. I have no idea what the hell is going on here. For uh, defending the FTW title, we have Hook going up against Cool Hand Ange with a guy called Daddy Magic. What? (laughs) I don't know. know. This was on the pre-show. All this has happened on the pre-show so far. Um, Jesus. Action Bronson. Save took from being double teamed, take that as you will.
2: Give bam you bam
1: baklava came in for the save. Yeah. I fucking love
2: action Broxson. Action I do I pop he's, for that.
1: He's fired. I love action. So there that was a thing. Um yeah, Chris Sabian versus Pack for the all-atlantic title. I forgot that was a thing. Yep.
2: I don't I know I say this all the time. But I legitimately always forget that Pac works there.
1: Me too. And I forget, I forget
2: that Kip Saban works there because you know he was Kip Saban was gone for over a year.
1: Oh. But I say Chris Saban. sorry, I meant Kip Saban. <laughs> sorry, Kip.
2: He Regardless, um, friend, they're they're not using you
1: you know uh you know what you know how do you look like you know what kip looked like when he came out he looked like the bad guy from the double dragons movie
2: <laughs> oh my gosh
1: <laughs> no seriously go go if y'all okay i might be y'all go google that trust me that's what he looked like um heard that was a really great match again i forgot that pox there and that pox even had this title i forgot this title was even a thing pock won um so Kingston, Eddie Kingston did have a match. He had a match against Ishii, which I think is a fucking upgrade from Guevara, but still would have loved to have seen Eddie kill him. And I just want to say, hey, Eddie Kingston, I see you with that beard and the salt and pepper. Hey. Eddie. Oh my God. He looked good. And he got a the ovation that he got was fucking phenomenal. What was the match? It was Eddie, King, Eddie Kingston versus Ishii. Hmm. And he came out and he got the biggest fucking pop and people were going nuts. He came out, he had the beard and everything. I was like, damn, you grew that in two weeks? Okay. <laughs> they said it was a really good match and uh, Bleacher Report actually gave it an A minus. So good on, good on, Eddie. Glad to see you back in the ring. Um, let's see here. Oh, fuck, stupid. Bleacher Report, fix your fucking website. Jesus Okay, um, let me get to the main event here. So we had a casino ladder match. i not going to go over everybody who was involved with that. We've all seen it by now. The dude wearing the Slipknot mask came out and um, what's his tits basically handed him the poker chip. But of course, no one knew what the hell was going on. But if you go back and rewatch it, it's going to get spoiled. But I caught something that made me so mad that I didn't realize it. But I'll, I'll explain it after we get done. So that happened. Uh, the Elite versus Hangman versus Dark Order for the trios tag team. Kenny and the Bucks won. Um, that was, wasn't after a really good, I heard that was really good match. Um, y'all need to stop sleeping on Dark Order jay cargill versus athena for the tbs women's championship jade's winning streak is still continuing at 37 and 0 with the she Hulk cosplay because athena could fucking never Uh, um i'm very
2: jade and um well we'll talk well we know everyone should know by now mjf was a joker honestly you might not know because of the shit yeah. show that happened pr- after the show
1: that's why um, i'm trying to go over through every little thing that
2: i can um but the funny thing is was that people were like everyone were like obviously everyone's like okay that's mjf the funny thing the funny part was was like there were people who were like is mjf because like it has to be mjf and some people was like i recognize that as that is MJF.
1: <laughs> the ass, no, so the way can't you not?
2: Hear, There's quite there was literally like I know that ass anywhere that is, and it was either <laughs> it was his ass and like how he walked.
0: That's why, oh my god! No, when it he got sway, I figured out
1: when he was walking back up the ramp. I was like, that's MJF. I know that, that walk anywhere. When he got into the ring and he did that little turnaround thing, that's what MJF does. But then I noticed something and it pissed me off. I went back and I watched the clip again. I should have known it was him by the shoes that that guy was wearing. Because MJF, every unless he's wrestling, he's always got those like low. Well, they call them Chelsea boots for girls. I don't know what they call them for guys. Yeah, no, no, they're long, Chelsea boots like, for guys. The pull-on. He always wears those. Or dress shoes, but most of the time he wears those. I'm like, how the fuck did I not catch this? Jesus Christ! <sighs> See, I love. I gotta get me some of those. They look real nice, but so, they make my foot look huge, though. That's the problem. But anyway, uh, FTR and Warlow versus Jay Lethal and Motor City Machine Guns. Love, 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 love the fact Motor City Machine Guns is it's motor city machine guns like you i don't care about Jay lethal like he could go fuck home just let me watch these two wrestle like that's all i care about um samoa joe came back looking good do not like the fact that he shaved his head but that's neither here or there he lost he lost some weight he toned up i was like okay okay <laughs> um and then something that was really cute so i guess um okay you guys know that i have a issue with people using people's real life thing for storylines right Mm -hmm. so dax heart of ftr uncle dax his little girl who is freaking adorable by the way um her name is riley and she had she was dealing with a heart condition for like the last three years and I think they finally got it under control and you know happy that she's still here um so Sanjay Dutt started talking about Dax's daughter and he kept making comments about her heart problems and all this kind of shit and like really kind of doing some lowball shit I'm like, see, Dax, you're a better person than me. Because I'd be like, the first time you even suggested that to be the storyline, I would have whooped your ass, like pure and simple. Um, so he comes out wearing a shirt that says, like, fight like an eight-year-old brat. I don't know if y'all know this, because my kid is about to turn eight. Eight-year-olds are evil. They are scary. Like, they will fight you. <laughs> it's just like this little person coming at you with like teeth and sharp nails and I'm just like where the hell did the Tasmanian devil come from eight-year-olds are scary like don't fight an eight-year-old um but she comes out at the end and it's real cute because she's like because you know Dax Hartwood he's like he's a scary looking guy And here comes his little here comes his kid she's just skipping down to the ring like not a care in the world And she gets in that ring, and she grabs, like, because he always, like, I guess Sanjay Dunn has, like, a pencil behind his ear. She grabs it, and he turns and looks at her, and she snaps it. And um, I forgot who takes him out, but she stands over him, just like her daddy, stands over him and puts her, she puts her foot on his chest, and she gets the win. It was so cute. And it's like, it it was like one of those machine moment things that kind of made me cry a little bit, because I'm just like, she, that's awesome. But seriously, don't fight eight year olds. They're fucking horrifying. Ugh, Jesus, why do I have an eight year old? Fuck. Um, but yeah, so it was. I heard that was really good. Welcome back, Joe. Uh, so match. I know Nicole was definitely watching. Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs.
2: I'm so mad about that.
1: Hobbs won, unfortunately, and, and it was like low key
2: a squash match.
1: It's, that's what Bleacher Report says. It, it was like just, two minutes. It was like two, three minutes. I was like, what the actual fuck? They said this match was too short and the booking was a little weird, but it's likely this story is far from over. Can Ricky Starks just get into main title contingency at this point? Make him TNT champion. I'm not going to give that man a championship. He's not now. They're not. Who, Ricky Starks? Yeah. I mean, what? What's going on with Ricky Starks? Nothing. It ain't nothing so
0: wrong with him. There's a couple uh, other people that's probably going to get it before he does. Uh, Given the circumstances of where we are,
1: uh, this is well, AEW. So, is true. true. So, they could have uh, gave it to Ricky a while ago. ago. Years ago. But they had him
0: walking around with the FTW championship, which... I mean, who could, I mean, I understand they were building Hook up, which is fine. Um, but it, it was, it was interesting to say the least.
1: Who's, continue. Um, who's TNT champion now? Is it still Sammy? No, it's Wardlow. I'm it's sorry. Wardlow. Oh my God. Wardlow. I'm sorry, Wardlow. I'm so fucking sorry. Well, um, I mean, <laughs> I, I haven't been paying attention. So again, real life is getting in the way. Uh next one is for the AEW tag title Swerve in Our Glory versus the Acclaimed. Can someone tell me why the fuck Billy Gunn is being called scissor daddy? Ew. So um,
2: I don't like this. So I had I had an epiphany. Okay. About the acclaimed.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. I don't like like them. I like that it's they're not for me but they are over and I can recognize that
1: Mm fortunately
2: so because they're so over can't believe I'm saying this they should have got those belts honestly
1: god that would just make them even more noxious but that's the whole point of them like and I was sitting here
2: getting mad and I was like and I was looking at I was like these mother I said this is the point You're supposed to be that mad at them. Like, that's the whole point. Like, they're just fucking ignorant. They're Um, ignorant.
0: From what I hear, they had a banger of a
1: match. Yeah, and the match
2: was real. And they did really, really good.
1: They got an a minus
2: rating. Yeah, like, they did. Like, they really, really showed out. And it was, like, halfway through. And I was like, I low-key think they should get these belts. And they were just, like, the crowd was so... That was the last time the crowd was that hot, was during that match. Yeah. Because they was already falling asleep before that. And that woke them up. And they went slowly, drifted off to take a slight nap for a little mm-hmm. bit after that. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm dead serious. And I was like, man, they're so over. And you know how sometimes, you know, and WWE had, has... Probably, you know, will forever have. I mean, not forever, but I will still consider them having them problem until I see they become consistent. WWE have that problem where they wait too long sometimes and pull the trigger when someone is over organically.
0: She's right.
2: Yeah. The AEW also has this problem. Um, I think WWE honestly is a little worse for it. Yeah a lot worse for it um very much so yep so I was like damn I was like man they should put them belts on them I was like they really should have put them belts on it but it's over like they're ignorant like they're supposed to be like and like I literally like I had an epiphany about it I'm like if they're literally a parody over like rappers now and like the mumble rappers and i was like i was listening to this really good TikTok because they were talking about how like the baby can't sell is like basically he's can't follow shows because he's not selling tickets mm-hmm. and they were like all of these new age rappers because they don't have substance literally only have a shelf life for a couple years i mean yeah. unless their music is really really good so they're a parody of that
1: yeah I mean I like Young Gravy but do I see him around the next 10 years
2: yeah he's like I mean you know he's probably a nice guy he's fucking trash he's trash rapper Um, well that's besides the point Um, but that kind of is the point like this is like they're a commentary like they're supposed to be that and then once I like that clicked and I was like okay I'm okay now the scissor daddy it's fun it's 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 gross but it's funny at the same time
0: it's Billy good i mean
2: at this point it's it's funny he like, used to be mr x Like,
0: not, right least, those like,
2: shirt the shirts are funny i low-key if i can but i'm like i can't low-key wear this in public but those shirts are, the shirts are hilarious
0: oh, I have to see
1: this.
2: I, I didn't know they had shirts. It's, it's, yeah, no, it's a Scissor Me Daddy shirt. The shirt is hilarious. I was like, I I I was like, I think I might get one eventually. Oh, God. That, no. And I need to order <laughs> one of Essie's hats. Alexis is uh, not having it. She
0: is not so, having
1: it. Um, also, Max Caster uh, got in trouble because he uh, he decided to compare Keith Lee to Lizzo. It's because they're both
0: big get no nah. yeah i, I mean honestly way, just, i wasn't whatever. yeah
2: it's like yeah it's whatever like
0: because you can't read what you can't read if you can't read that's okay but clearly you're just an idiot so i'm tired of giving you any shine whatsoever so okay cool lizzo's worth millions and she's one of the top artists in the world. Compare me to her, bitch. That doesn't mean anything to me.
1: Yeah, I take that as a compliment. Like, damn, you really think I could be like that? Okay, cool. God, like, that woman has better stamina than me. So cool. cool thing. I'd be like, I mean, you could easily just say like, oh, you mean the woman who's playing sellout shows and you who no one really knows? this
2: saying it's um, just a douche let them have it yeah like that's the whole yeah like once I had that like half of those jokes I'm like you know what like I'm not even gonna let them get a rise out of me because that's the whole point of it and like at this point my low-key like I don't necessarily respect it but I respect them sticking to it mm-hmm. well, I'm not
0: yeah, I just don't more. like them so I mean I get yeah I still I
2: way. mean I still don't like them but at the it same time, I like, I, I get it. Like, yeah. I un- like I understand it.
0: It and makes I'm sense not- what she's saying. I'm not, I'm not, like, from a standpoint, of we re- put our bias to the side, right? Yeah. What she says makes a lot of sense. I, I do believe the claim claim should have beat Swerve in our glory. Um, I feel like if you're going to do a tag team division and with you having actual tag teams, there's no reason for Swerve and Keith Lee to have those championships. Um swerve and our glory is a good tag team from what i've seen through the clips not and some of the matches that i've seen no. but they're not an actual tag team and that's that's why i was like okay give it to the fucking acclaim, whatever but the next people in line need to be private party they've been there and you keep overlooking them and i get they've- it they were injured and you're doing your whole ranking system make them um Make them ground play on um, Dark and Elevation like you did for fucking Punk and Moxley.
1: Yo, no, Private Party was like one of the main reasons I fucking watched Dark when it first started airing because that was the only time you got to see them and they put on solid-ass
0: matches. Like, let them level grind like you did for the rest of the people who you gave opportunities to. And Uh then they can go after the titles too. Because I I I don't have an issue with the acclaim getting the titles, give it to them. I don't give a fuck. I don't watch the show, and it doesn't really matter to me, but it's not fair that Swerve and Keith Lee are champions, and they just got there. I'm sorry, but they just got there. They are not a tag team. You should have gave it to the acclaimed, and I don't fucking like neither one of them clowns, but at least they're a legitimate tag team. If they're there, they're putting on the decent match. Everybody says that match was one of their favorite matches. If the match was that fucking good, you should have gave it to
1: them. Just oh fucks Swerve at
0: this point. Because I'm a, he getting on my goddamn nerves.
1: You, you put, go check the group chat too. She put a picture of the shirt on in there. Ugh. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm not giving them any more time to shine on, on our show, so let's keep going. Oh, uh, I t- have to have this shirt! I hate you. I hate you both. I hate you both. I really hope I don't get y'all for Secret Dana this year. All right. So, so uh, we had a four-way match for the, for the interim AEW women's title because Thunder Rosa is injured. It is Britt Baker versus Jamie. 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 Jamie why the fuck can I say that name? Hater versus Sheeta versus Tony Storm. Tony Storm is your new interim women's champion, but I'm just going to say women's champion because, yeah, I don't know. Still going. Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy. Luchasaurus turned on Jungle Boy for some fucking reason. And so, uh, I actually do have some insight on that because I okay.
0: was really trying to understand why jungle boy lost this match and they say that christian is injured and luchasaurus is going to be the one to kind of be christian's right hand until he comes back so i was like okay but wouldn't the better outcome be to have jungle boy beat christian and then luchasaurus attacks him right that would have made more sense And then I'm like, you could still have Luchasaurus go after Jungle Boy, but Jungle Boy still won that match. I was like, it just seems like a double crushing blow to Jungle Boy. It doesn't help him in any way, shape or form. And everybody was just like, yeah, well, that the reason why he lost was to put over the match of Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, which is coming next. But they wanted Christian to get the W. I was like, Christian didn't need it.
1: the match was less they i'm reading this report from bleacher report the um he won in less than a minute but at least uh jungle boy's mom slapped christian so there was some things all right so some uh here's a match that pissed off a lot of people you had the american dragon brian danielson versus chris jericho he's going by lionheart chris jericho now because he's (laughs) reaching middle he's reaching middle age and he's having his you know midlife crisis whatever we also fuck um,
0: daddy shit we got a whole
1: new name now yeah well he, i don't i don't know um
0: i will let you know
1: that this match seemed really good uh but it, it, it i heard the match was really good and then it ended in the lamest way jericho kicked danielson in the crotch and then hit him with the judas effect and he won So this is
2: all in a whole crunch of matches that I had to clock out. Like, I was done for the night.
3: Damn.
1: They, uh, they, because from what I I was reading and what people were saying, Danielson was the one carrying this match. At one point, I guess he was meditating in the ring, and then, like, he jumped up from, like, the meditation, like, meditating position to, like, start wailing on Jericho, and people were like, "Oh, you would like it because you know Jericho's wearing his old lion heart." I'm like, "That ain't Chris Jericho. I grew up with. He ate Chris Jericho, who I grew up with." Stop it! That's not him. <laughs> no, nah, fuck, fuck Jericho, fuck him. So, where you
2: get his feelings hurt again?
1: Yeah, <laughs> NBA, NBA Twitter. Where are you at? So they So here's a match that kind of caused a little bit of controversy house of black versus sting Darby and Miro sting Darby and Miro picked up the win. Now at the end house of black, like all the members of house of black kind of gathered around Malachi. Malachi walked up the ramp by himself, turned around, acknowledged the crowd and he left reports were coming out that he has requested his release from AEW at this point. Um, his release has been denied so we don't know if there's something going on behind the scenes or if he's just gonna duck out for a while or what the hell is going on but um Um, i mean i
2: want to be respectful about it because there were reports saying that he wanted the release for um, mental health uh, reasons um but for one Obviously, there is no major confirmation. They said it looks like he is going to be done for the foreseeable future. So either it's a break that he might be gone for a very long time, or a break that might turn into a release. But you know, regardless, hope he <clears throat> takes the time that he needs
1: because this shit ain't that serious. Mm-mm. And most importantly, we wish Malachi uh, the best of luck if uh, on anything. We, everyone here loves you. We're all fans of you. And um, we just want, we want you to be happy, man. So we will I see agree. you. We'll see you on the flip side. Let's say that. It's not a goodbye. It's just to see you later for right now. Agreed. So. <sighs> okay. Y'all strap yourselves in for this shit. Final match of the night. AEW title on the line. Jon Moxley versus CM Punk. Jon Moxley is
0: a gross individual. I'm just going to tell you that right out the
1: bat. Uh, See, that's the shit that I'm like, when I tell y'all I'm wavering on him, I'm like, okay, he's normal. And then he like licks people's blood. We are still in the middle of a pandemic. What the fuck is wrong with you? Motherfuckers is getting monkeypox in the back of their throat
0: okay in the back of their throat they having yeah. to the quarantine from monkey pox for like two months for a month to two months i yeah.
2: can i can't lose two months i got
1: shit to do because like London- um
2: for monkey pox and my friends um shout out to um my uh one of my um good friends is a nurse and she was telling me like um, she was telling us like all this cool like research stuff. Um, so the difference between monkeypox, especially like a quarantine with monkeypox versus what like, coronavirus, you or the or basically being infectious, as long as you have sores and those are coming up, you are contagious. Unlike with um, coronavirus, after a week, you're not obviously um contagious so that's why it's so much worse because it's like you can be contagious she was telling me like there's people who are contagious for like two three months
1: oh jesus no i can't i can't do that
0: y'all stay your ass home not to mention covid people still getting covid covid is gonna be on the rise because it's getting it's getting ready to start getting cold and your ass is in the middle of a wrestling event licking somebody else's blood and Phil's blood at that. Ugh. okay. That's just nasty. Now, Renee, I, I usually stay off your ass, but you need to do something about your husband. Okay, your husband has lost his goddamn mind. Thank you. Because that's
1: just nasty.
2: Yeah, it's gross. It's not even like entertainment. It's just like gross.
1: That's just fucking nasty. And hey, look, I'm saying I let my husband do some stupid shit. But there's a fucking line that no. No. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and like just start. I'm not going to say anything about his wife cuz I've already said my piece about Renee to you guys. You know how I feel about her. But um Yeah. So Punk won. he's a two-time AEW champion. But no one really cares about that match. No, no, nay, nay. Because everyone is talking about the bullshit that happened right after this match. All right. So put a pin in
0: that because we'll be right back to do that part. That's going to be part two.
4: So hold tight, please. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We try every week to post our podcast up here on every single platform from Spotify to iTunes to Google Play and even Anchor, our wonderful hosting platform. And also, you can always check out our social media platforms at d4tc underscore podcast, where we post, post the d4tc quickies that gives you a little insight into what you might hear on the podcast. And of course, our Twitter at Down for the Count 19, where everybody Everybody is always listening and interested. And if you aren't following us on Twitter, you're missing out because the girls tweet, live tweet the shows, and it'd be hilarious. Okay. So, with all that being said, look out for part two where we give Phil all the business that he has coming to him for his media scrum fiasco and the events that occurred afterwards. We'll see you guys next time.